Christina James grew up in Cache Valley. She's a mother, veteran, and board member for the Warming Center in Logan. But years ago, after she served eight years in the U.S. Army, she found herself homeless, all while trying to raise her kids. Part of the reason why I joined this board is because there's not help for people like me and other people in the community. Um, and I found me and my kids homeless with nowhere to go. Um, and man, this would have been huge to have um, not just a place to stay, but you know, last year there were people coming in even when they were finished because they had built relationships with people inside the warming center and they wanted to they wanted to have that connection. In only its second year, the warming center aims to provide a safe, comfortable place for people who might not have another place to go during some of the coldest nights of the year. For this winter, it's set to open on December 4th and finish its seasonal services at the end of March. On a typical day, it opens its doors at St. John's Episcopal Church, located at 85 East, 100 North in Logan, starting at 7 p.m., and ends its daily operations at 8 a.m. the next morning. Jamie Walters is the president of the center's board of directors. She said the board was able to assemble quickly thanks to members of the community coming together to get things up and running. Walters said that Nicole Bernard, one of the center's co-founders, was a driving force behind the warming center becoming a reality so quickly. I'd say most people, most organizations are sort of in that startup phase for, you know, quite, for at least for a couple of years, if not longer. Um, this was an interesting situation in that um, Nicole was able to put together a group of people who had expertise and experience in this realm. And so it was literally like turbocharged, like straight ahead. Though Bernard is no longer a part of the Warming Center, her grandfather remains the center's namesake. William Bernard was a notable member of the Cache Valley community, but sadly was unhoused and living in his car in the months before his death, according to the center's website. Once the ball got rolling, multiple organizations offered their buildings to house the center, but Walter said St. John's checked all the boxes for what the Warming Center needed, so that's where it remains to this day. Amy Anderson, a Logan City Council member and a Warming Center board member, who we talked to in part one of this series, said the center is modeled after a warming center in Kalispell, Montana, a part of the country that has below freezing temperatures starting around October. For those who need to utilize the warming center, here's what to expect. First-time guests will be required to fill out paperwork and have the ability to put their belongings in a secure area, either in the center itself or in their car if they have one. Guests can also bring their pets inside. So once, they're, once people are checked in and their belongings are secured, they go into the common room at St. John's Episcopal Church, where we do have um, cots and we'll probably have some mattress to set up this year. Um, they're, they're taken to a location that's then theirs for the night um, so they can leave their things there. But we also have tables and chairs set up. There's games and puzzles and books and other activities. Guests in the warming center have access to small food items like instant ramen, granola bars, and other snacks. Anderson noted that the goal for the center is to keep people warm, and anyone who follows the center's rules can have a warm, safe place to sleep during the cold winter nights. Although the warming center is low barrier, meaning if somebody shows up and it may appear that they are intoxicated, as long as they are able to follow the rules of the warming center, they are allowed to enter. We do not restrict people um, in that way. Once the clock hits 10 p.m., the lights are turned off and guests can get a warm night's sleep. By 7 a.m., the lights start to come on, and by 8 o'clock, the center closes up shop. Lindsay Harrelson was recently named the Warming Center's new executive director. A new resident in Cache Valley, Harrelson said the future looks bright for the Warming Center, and she's looking forward to helping those in the community who are in need the most. I've known people who are homeless. I've worked with people who've been homeless. And it's just a series of unfortunate events. 
It's not anything of like bad character, immoral actions. And so I wanted to be a part of helping the community better understand that homeless people deserve second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh chances. That includes people who are in situations like Christina James was, who said having basic access to a warm shelter and seeing compassion from others can be just what people need to escape homelessness. And I just can't stress enough how important that is when you're at the very bottom of the barrel. Something that simple can pull somebody out of the hole, and I think it's important that the community um, understands that. Um, we just need to have a little bit more compassion. We're trying to help these people better their lives, not further push them <laughs> in the hole. To learn more about the William A. Bernard Warming Center and what you can do to help, you can visit their website at wabwarmingcenter.org. With Utah Public Radio, I'm Jacob Scholl.